are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. Show 254 on this 28th day of November 2022. Dave, she's uh, Christmas threw up all over 1420 World Headquarters between last night and right now. <laughs> the lights are up, the trees are up, the decorations are everywhere, Yuletide sparkling all aglow, whatever that song says. Uh, got it all basically done. A few more things got to go up tomorrow, but... Uh, She's Christmas time here at uh, World Headquarters. Uh, how's things uh, decorations-wise at uh, at the Dutch oven? What's going on there? We don't start until the first till November's done, so we have not started yet. Um, Christmas shopping and all that kind of stuff has has starting to take place and everything, but uh, there is not a ball in sight, which is quite okay by me. Hopefully, it's uh, just warm enough for me to do it on on Saturday. Well, that was the thing. I looked at the long-term forecast, and I, I should have done it on Saturday, but it started to snow a little bit here in southern Alberta, so I just didn't. And then yesterday, well, I just didn't want to, basically what it came down to outside. But I looked at the forecast uh, long-term here, and I said, if I'm going to get lights up, I better get them up now because it uh, it started to look pretty bad and getting up on the roof and everything could get a little bit dicey. But I, I got her basically done today, so I'm kind of, yeah, it's, uh, it, she's Christmas time. Uh, how was your week? We haven't talked since uh, Thursday, I guess it was, when we had Randy on talking about the World Cup. How's the weekend? Oh, weekend was good. Stayed home. Unfortunately, my son uh, took ill. Um, he stayed home from school on Thursday, on Friday. St- he's still home today. Um, so I uh, I did do some Christmas baking. And when I say baking, I made about two gallons of uh, nuts and bolts, canasta mix, party mix, whatever they, you want to call that thing. But you, you just put it. In, you put everything Texas. into a bigger bucket and, and shook it up, and that's baking. And then you bake it, yeah. Then you then you put some spices and butter and oh. bacon fat and pour it all over. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So Chex mix. Some people call it Chex mix. Well, nuts and bolts. Nuts and oh, bolts. And I delicious. remember them being nuts and bolts for sure. Yeah. Oh, I just ate that. I ate the shit out of some of that before joining. Like watching the first half of this football game here. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's another uh, prime time not gooder uh, between the uh, Indianapolis Colts and the. Pittsburgh Steelers out. Might as well get into the uh, the week that was in the National Football League and everything else in the um, college football and everything else. A great weekend of, of sports. Uh, some not great games once again. Um, Dave, what was your hot take from yesterday's games? Actually, you know what? I'm going to ask you a question. Go ahead. Go- Jacoby Brissett had a, not a great game, but they they won yesterday. The the uh, Cleveland didn't. Cleveland they actually won in overtime yesterday with Tampa Bay. Uh, Tommy Boy didn't have the best game. Uh, Brissett was just a little bit better. Um, our main man, the content bearer of of all uh, content bearers for podcasters that sports podcasts around the world. Deshaun Watson got reinstated today. What kind of leash is he going to have? Um, short leash, long leash when he starts playing, and uh, because. The Browns haven't been bad. Brissett's been better than average, not great, but he seems to be a he's liked liked in the locker room. He seems to be a pretty good guy, and then you bring Watson in with all the trouble that he's that he's that we we talked about. Everybody's talked about it on and on and on for over 
two years now, it seems. What kind of leash do you think that the front office, the coaching staff is going to have with a guy like Watson once he gets in there because Brissett's been been better than average? Well, I, I, I forgot all about the, the, the masseuse coming back. He, um, their game, I believe, is in Houston next week. That's a lot of friggin' pressure to p- put down on your first game back. And the crowd is going to be hostile. Oh, they're going to be hostile. I would, I'd be surprised if he played that entire game. But then after that, it's, it's, this is, that's why we were paying you the big box. Um, and he's playing the rest of the season because, you know, Jacoby Brissett, he's proven it before in, in Indy, in where the hell else did he play? I think he started in New England, but it's, that's not important. Uh, he's, he's, thank you for your service and you, you've kept us in contention, but now it's time for the big boy to play. And, and, and that's just, that's just it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that that all pans out because he's not the most um, liked gentleman throughout the media world and everything else with with, with Watson. I'm not talking Brissett. It's just going to be interesting. And and like I said, the, the teammates teammates seem to like him a little bit, and they play they're playing pretty good, and they've been average. I mean, most NFL teams are average right now. You just wonder what bringing a guy like like uh, Watson in at this point in in, in the season, uh, what good it can do your team. I mean, it can't like. Obviously, he's a better, he's a more skilled athlete. He's a he's a better quarterback, but he hasn't played much in the better part of two years. You're right. It's it's been damn near two full years. But I got to guess he's been throwing. I don't think he's been uh, hunkering down, uh, looking for those underground massage tables. Yeah, I don't think he's been going to the orchids of Asia or anything different like that. I'm I'm, I'm sure he's kind of been getting the. Uh, the kibosh on those things for sure. It, Jesus. Murph, the amount of money that, that Cleveland's paying him uh, suspended or not, they have an eye on him and they are making sure he has the playbooks and then the keys he's doing stuff. Sure. He's not allowed to, to be on, on the facilities and, and use them, but he's, he, you're, he's going to be up to speed because he has a lot to prove too. And yeah. he has a talent. Do you have to play, like with him coming in, I guess you have to play him because you kind of need to know what you have for next year with him, right? Because he's your guy next year for sure. There's no next doubt about year, that. The next, well, next seven week. years, yeah. yeah. The next seven, but like we we got to know what we got for like right now going, moving forward with, with this franchise. Like we could know within six weeks what we have or what we, or, or what we don't have. Let's, let's move on to the Green Bay Packers. Um, they they got they weren't good yesterday. Uh, Rogers got hurt. They lost again. I think they're four and eight now. They're they're uh, on the outside looking in. They're not getting back in it. Um, do they move on to Jordan Love and say thank you, Mister Rogers? You got hurt. Why don't you sit out next week? Get a couple weeks off. Blah blah. Do, do they move on and say we need to know? We need to know what we're doing moving forward because we haven't seen Love play very much. Yeah, he had some spot duty last night, but do do the Packers need to move? Basically, say we're paying you regardless, old man. Sit in the bench because we're not going anywhere. That might not be an, a a bad idea. the The writing's on the wall for that franchise and and what they're going to accomplish this year, and they're not going to accomplish squat in the playoffs. That much is clear. They they're they're not good. They are just not good. And you might as well uh, start love the rest of the way 
if nothing else, that's going to put a burr in Rogers' saddle because he's they signed him for next year. They're paying him forty million big ones next year. That whether much, they, eh? Whether they want to or not, you bet. And so, <clears throat> so I don't know what you do when when he held the franchise, put a gun to their head, and say, "This is what I want," and they gave it to him. This is what happens. You don't have money to sign help. They had to trade away. Uh, Aaron, the receiver that's in Vegas right now, Devontae Adams, not Aaron. Um, they can't – I don't know if it's a matter of injuries and health on their offensive line, but they can't protect him. And he's he's 40. He's not as nimble. He can't he can't bounce around in the pocket and scamper like he, he used to. You use that – you lose that step at that high level. And all of a sudden, you're getting sacked. You're not fine. you're not getting around the, the corner anymore. And it's not just that. Like, he's an elite quarterback, one of the top whatever all time. We can debate that, what number he is on the list. But when you have your foot a quarter out the door, not half, but a quarter or an eighth or a tenth or whatever, as You're well did, aware where the exits are. As, as he yeah. did last offseason, when he was pretty much like, I... I mean, you've done it, I've done it, everybody who listens to this podcast has done it a time or two in their lives where they go, you know, I really don't like this job that much. And once you check out a, a, just a little bit, as I put my hands together for a podcast, I want to see, see my fingers were doing, it's bad, bad radio. But uh, <laughs> when you are out a little bit, it don't take much for you to get out a lot of it. And it's the littlest things can start to catch up to you. And when you, you check out mentally, she's tough to get back in it. I agree, and, and something like that, you have to be all in physically, mentally, and even if you're doing the work um, in the gym or 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 the study book, hitting the books. If you're not laser focused, you're not going to succeed at that job. It's so hard to be an elite quarterback in in the NFL, and he would know before anybody. He. When when other things go goes wrong, he just doesn't have the the talent, the receivers, the teammates to make it work like he used to in seasons gone by. If you're a and, team, like if you're a team that's on the, use a great big word, on the precipice of moving forward, and you're just that you're, you're just that quarterback away, that guy, um, like say the Jets, they had they had a good uh, showing from the Mike White, whoever Mike White is yesterday. But if you're at that point, did did you go tease let's take a flyer on Aaron Rodgers for a season and we'll figure out Green Bay pays half a salary or a quarter of a salary we'll pay the rest of it would you take a flyer on on Rodgers for next season uh if you're a, a team that's right there but just needs a little push over the hump or is he too or is he too used to being the big dog and running the roost in, in Green Bay whereas if he went into another system a la Brett Favre he probably wouldn't do as well so it's the same situation 20 years later, really. Well, I, I, I hear that, but I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think he's going to go jump to another franchise. It would really have to depend on the coaching staff, the pieces in place. Um, to bring it back to Denver Broncos and, and how badly Russell Wilson and, and that tire fire of a team is doing this year, one of the complaints that I've read is that uh, Hackett got there and he wanted to install the, the Green Bay offense with Russell Wilson. 
Russell Wilson isn't the same kind of quarterback as as uh, Rodgers. Like he's just simply not as good. He's really, really good, but this is where his skill set lies. He was Which really, is, really good. He's not really, really good right now. Yeah, <laughs> oh. And and whatever the the Seahawks were doing for him was clearly a lot more suited to his skill set. If a quarterback like like Rodgers wanted to go someplace else, he would have to sit down and look long and hard and sit with the OC and see what kind of pieces, see what kind of offense they're running, see what see what the playbook looks like. Because Tom uh, Brady didn't pick Tampa Bay on accident. He he had long, hard meetings with them, and, and they basically changed the offense to run what he wanted to run, and it worked. That's a little situation that your boys in uh, in Denver had yesterday with uh, who I can't remember the name of the player that came on the sidelines and, and uh, gave old Rusty Wilson an earful. Uh, what do you think was said? Like, what do you think the exact wordage would have been? The verbiage and you, uh, we can be a PG thirteen or mature mature eighteen or whatever you wanted. Like, what do you think the verbiage was there? Because what that guy's name was, he weren't happy with old Rusty. Stop going three and out. That's probably what it would something along that. Score some points. Stop going three and out. I need a fucking break. Tired of carrying your ass. It's 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 I didn't even I didn't even watch a minute of the game yesterday. I did not. Because you know, I was <laughs> got up early to watch uh, a different kind of football. We'll get into that sort of, in a bit, but yeah. And, and I was sorely disappointed. So I was I I can I'm not a glutton for punishment. I'll take it when I have to. But, no, I didn't have to watch uh, Denver Broncos uh, lose to (laughs) one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, The Carolina Panthers with Sam Darnold, for God's sake. With the Marlboro man back there slinging Uh, ex-USC guy. That's up, man. I got a soft spot in my heart for – for for, uh, for Darnold, he's uh, he's right there with the all-time uh, USC quarterbacks at that, that uh, Rose Bowl. He won uh, four or five years ago, whatever it was against Penn State. He's uh, he was a great he was a great Trojan, but not he didn't have much luck in the pros so far. But he was good enough yesterday to beat the uh, the Denver Broncos. It's uh, it's amazing how a team can be just so wrong on a hire and a free agency and everything else and a trade or whatever happened there. And it's, just, it's, it's so crazy. And it's not just because you're a Bronco fan that I'm bringing this up, but you, you listen to, to TV shows and podcasts and radio and people are just amazed at how badly that's went. Like it's just went badly from start to finish. And the only thing they could possibly do is they got to get Wilson, right? Right, like he's the guy that they they've committed to, and so they don't really have a choice because their their other choice there isn't one, right? So they got to get rid of the coach. That there, there's no doubt that to old Nathaniel Hackett isn't going to be back. But you you watch they they have to get Wilson right somehow, some way because if he's not, this could be a three four year disaster. Disaster. Oh, uh, oh yeah, like it's this is there has to be some. Uh... This uh, the GM has to be shitting his pants because when you make this uh, take the organization in a direction and, and and trade high draft picks to get Russell Wilson and then commit to him with the money they're going to give to him, this is how GMs lose jobs. I get it. He took a big swing, and when it happened, I was all for it. I thought it was a good a good a good swing, um, but this it has failed miserably. An abject total disaster. So. People got to get fired. 
Like, people got to get fired when shit goes this wrong. You don't give the fucking captain of the Titanic a raise. You know, this this season is is at the bottom of the proverbial ocean, and someone has to get fired. Yeah, I don't even think you can – I don't even think, like, just a coach. I think it's got to be – there's an organizational flaw there somewhere. And, and it, uh, we talked about this in the past, like, over and over and over that – if it's it's not just one person making these decisions and that the GM, he fires the coach first, right? Because he doesn't want to be, he doesn't want to be the, 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 the lame duck. So he gets rid of that guy and he hopes to get rid of that guy. The owner, if the owner starts firing guys, then it's going to, the shit's going to start rolling downhill pretty quick, right? So the CEO goes, this guy goes, that guy goes. So the, the, the GM, he has to act quick. And this is not, not just the Broncos, this is any sports franchise. Because you don't want the owner starting starting uh, gunslinging because there'll be no one left, right? Well, and this is a brand new owner, right? This is the, the one of the Waltons. He's part of the Walmart fortune. He owns the Broncos now. So I don't know what kind of hands-on owner he's going to be. But if I was him, I would be uh, I'd be t- I'd be talking to people that know more than me. And say, like, what the fuck is going on with this team I just spent $5 billion on? No, it's, uh, yeah, because that's, I mean, they're, they're fine. They're, they're not, not starving for, for dough. They're not fucking peddling their wares anywhere on the street. Oh, but, oh no, I, I, I'm but, not. But uh, you still that. don't like losing money and everything else. It's, and these guys who, who are rich, they don't like losing, right? And it's just, uh, it's crazy how they, the swing and the miss that can happen so often in professional sports. Uh, this, Get the good, bad, and the ugly, Dave, uh, for the uh, the week that was in the National Football League. Uh, the good for me was seeing our boy uh, Zachary Wilson on the sidelines sulking away as the New York Jets uh, won a football game yesterday. Looked really good doing it. Like I said, this Mike White guy, uh, I don't know nothing about this cat, but he had a, he had a game for the ages yesterday. Uh, but seeing old Zachary on the sidelines, hoodie on, sulking away that he because uh, he uh, didn't get his way. His mom couldn't get him on the field and everything else as our, our good friend of the Fan of the Van podcast was talking about this morning. We got to find a way to beat him. Jim always gets the content out on Monday mornings before we get out there. And uh, I listened to him this morning. He was talking about Zach Wilson. That was funny. That, uh, But, yeah, the same thing. This uh, Wilson was a swing and a miss. And he probably won't play quarterback for the Jets again ever, really. Well, you know, like, why Why would you – if this Zach uh, – sorry, if, if White Mike. is the guy that uh, – like he won a game. I think he's the guy he threw for like a thousand yards last year in two games or something like that. Yeah, his uh, QB when, rating. Like I, we, I don't know how that you even compute that. I don't. I don't pay attention to that kind of crap because you, you, if you score more points, you win. I don't care what your QB, QB rating is. Um, but to uh, he, he, so put up some, he put up some big numbers. Oh yeah, and then also the the, the fact that uh, uh, Zach is the one that threw his team under the bus. And then the team comes out and lays a thumb. I guess I get it. It was against Chicago. So let's not break our arms, Pat. Well, that's just that. it. That's just right? it. Like you can. Okay. Without fields. The Bears didn't have fields. They had and the, the, defense, yeah. the Bears defense is terrible. They're not very good at all on, on all, all facets of the game. And, and you can't go and, and say that uh, Zach wouldn't have done that, but he hasn't done it yet. Right. And so mm-hmm. you, you watch, you watch the other, the other side of things that, Okay, 
the, like all the people were saying that, that that old Zachary Wilson, Stifler's mom, or whatever else was um, was he had a bad he didn't play well against the Belichick thing. Like we said, it's not a Belichick team anymore. Who cares? Zach had some bad games, and so for this white guy to come in and and see and seeing Wilson uh, sulking on the sidelines to me that was the good of the NFL over the weekend. I love seeing it. <laughs> I love seeing the title but- little pricks fucking sulking like that. <laughs> well, it, you know, it, see, he fucked around and found out, right? It's um, apparently he came from a well-to-do family, never had to face the consequences of his actions his entire life, and then all of a sudden, like, oh fuck, you know what I mean? I just don't say I'm sorry, and then I'm back. No, you, we heard you. You can be sorry from the bench, and then and then watching the guy that that stepped over you um, to and have so much success. And and then this was just on the sidelines. Imagine what it was like in the locker room. Oh, Christ. Ha- having to take off your clean, non-sweaty jersey and have everybody Wipe coming the tears around. off your hoodie, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah and have off. everybody come in and tell Mike what a hero, and they were so glad and so happy for his success. It, it's, it's, good. it's a tough pill to swallow. I don't know how bad Wilson is, but, you know, he's going to have to maybe do this for another team under the rookie contract, if he's going to have a, a job going forward in the NFL. Yeah. It's, it was, it was fun to see and seeing guys like that. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't wish ill will on anybody who comes down. I, I really don't. It doesn't much matter. I, I, they don't, they don't listen to this and it doesn't matter to me either way, but it's just, it's just funny seeing, seeing guys like that. And you, and you just know, you, you just know how butthurt they are and they're calling their mom after the game and sulking about <laughs> like, it just, it just makes me laugh the way that, that, that things go like that. Uh, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Bad, Dave. Did you have a, something that was bad this weekend? Um, well, aside from my Broncos, but that's every fucking week, right? You know, the bad, the the Rams are so bad, and and the Packers are so bad. But you know what? Do you know what is bad? The NFC. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The only AFC team to lose to an NFC team this week were my Broncos. The Bucks lost to the Browns. The the Jets beat the Bears. The Raiders <laughs> beat the Seahawks. And the Chiefs beat the ever-loving shit out of the defending Super Bowl champs. NFC is down. And, and anyone that tries to tell me otherwise is kidding themselves. The Eagles barely beat the Packers. So so when when I, I when I hear talk shows and and everybody's talking about the resurgence of the NFC East. I'm not buying it for a second. I kind of wish that um, 
there would be some interleague play for the playoffs because I think there there's six teams um, in the AFC that can have the same kind of record as Dallas and, and Philly if they had their schedule. You know what I find bad, Dave, is that the uh, the San Francisco 49ers can't seem to lose all of a sudden. They they put up only they put up 13 points yesterday and they they still won, right? And and Jimmy G just does his thing. He has a uh, or, or the I saw a stupid stat. The stats don't mean nothing. That, like in when the games are being played, it's just post post uh, like historical stats, especially. He has the best record of all. San Francisco Giant quarterbacks after his first 59 games. And that includes Joe Montana and Steve Young. Because he doesn't do anything special. He just doesn't do dumb enough things to lose. Does that, like, okay. like, like, it just, okay, I'll, I'll just do this. My Their defense is unbelievable. Like, unbelievable what they're doing right now. And then and, isn't that a testament to coaching? Yeah, and, and just go out and he just, I'll just do this. Don't make... I'm going to do all the smart, like all the easy ones, a few of the hard ones. We'll win a football game. He doesn't try to go out there and dazzle. He doesn't try to make dumb plays. He just, okay, we'll do this. And then control the ball when I have to. Like it's, it's, it's not, it's not good football. It's actually bad football. It's not exciting. It's not, it's not run and gun. It's not anything exciting, but it's, it's effective. It's yeah, effective. You bet it's effective. They like, they can, they're, they're sharp on, on all sides of the ball. Jimmy doesn't lose the games. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago when you, we asked for predictions, I, I said Tampa versus the Chiefs. I think the, the Bucs have lost two in a row now. And San Fran's looking better every every week. I think San Fran is the best team in the NFC right now. I, I think so too. Yeah, like they're they're right there, and, and and like I said, he just he does enough to to just keep them going and uh, and not lose. Don't it's, it's like a it's like a goalie. Don't lose this game. Stop few. Stop all the all all the easy ones. A few of the hard ones. Give us a shot at winning. It's all you got to do as a goaltender. It's all you got to do as a quarterback. You don't have to dazzle when our when our defense is this good. Like and and, and a lot of games aren't that good right now. So just don't fuck things up for us. No, scores all over the, the, the map, just depending on what game and what team shows up each week. Uh, you, you just never know this year. It's, it's a, it has been a, a crazy year. And also to everybody that had Josh Jacobs on their fantasy uh, team this week, holy shit, did that guy put up some numbers that, that, that with the Raiders beating Seattle. And you, you would have seen that. How did you do on your, uh, your fantasy pool? Um, Touching on wood, we're tied right now. Um, but I got Michael Pittman Jr. playing tonight. So as long as he as long as he doesn't fumble and twist his ankle on the same play, I'm fine. So uh as I checked when we sat down, he had a couple catches, so I should win. Well, that's good. I, I haven't even I haven't even looked at how I I did on my uh my oh, pickups no, this I, week. I, I I don't even yeah, it it probably wasn't good. It probably wasn't good. I, yeah, I, I've decided I don't have a clue. Last year I was kind of doing okay, but I I don't have a clue this year. And then and then that might be just the ugly that I I am not the prognosticator. I I fancy myself to. Well, that's the fun. And I geez, I think we said this before, or maybe just the voice in my head have said this before, Dave. Is that in general nobody knows. Like you go right to fucking Stephen A. Smith and this guy and that guy and all the guys on Sunday mornings and Adam Schefter reporting this and this guy. None of us have a fucking clue. None of us. 
Nope. You get, most, you get most of them right, but anytime that point spread gets to three points, you're flipping a coin. Whatever. None of us have a clue what's going on with the whole thing. And yeah, you can you can talk about that post game and everything else. But if you're if you think you can predict game in game out what's going to happen, you're full of shit. Yeah, and that's why that, that's why I find it find it funny. There's so many so many of those um, NFL shows on because you you, don't, you can't you can't. The only you know who knows Vegas bookings. They know. Yeah. Sports and even they don't know. Yeah. Sports reporters, we don't not not that we're reporters, but sports guys, we don't know. No. Look, we talk, it, it, we throw it, enough shit in the wall, hope something sticks. We're gonna remind you when we were right and hope you forget when we were wrong. And we won't retweet something when we're when we're one hundred percent one hundred percent wrong. Like it's just funny. Yeah, we don't that. we don't send stuff to freezing cold takes. No. There you go. Uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Did you see the uh that press conference for Kyler Murray after that game? I did not. Uh, Oh, uh, it's something about uh, they were they were asking like what went wrong because they lost again with their. I, I'll I'll always laugh for as long as he's there at how how he forced their hand into paying him too much money to lose games. Um, systematically, we're all fucked up. That's what he said at the mic. He like, said Jesus, that. He said that. So I don't know if that's him taking any blame or just throwing it right at the feet of the coach who who went out there and begged for that contract for him, and and made him and dropped his uh, his steady contract. And also he was out the last two weeks for God's sake. So, you know, you got a lot of nerve, fucking yeah, mighty mouse. Like he, he's sure you got talent, but you sawed off, motherfucker. Like get, get here. And you're the first one in. You're the last one to leave until you start winning games. You fuck. No, it's it, it's something else. Like that guy, the, that, the nerve that these guys have. Dave, I see you got a different bottle in your hand tonight. You're drinking something yeah. a little bit different. Uh, didn't we usually do this before the show even starts? And brother Mike likes to hear what you're at, what what I'm having, what you're having. What do you got going on? What do you what do you wetting the whistle with tonight? Um, this one is uh, Deschutes. It's from the states. Jubilee, a festive winter ale. And it it is a festive winter. Yeah, it's strong too. Six point seven percent. So to get this show going, you'll be slip slobbering all over yourself in about twenty five minutes. Well, I hope not. But like it's it's, <laughs> it's brewed out of Oregon, uh, the Deschutes brand. It's it's a good beer. It's it's one of the ones that I brought home from Montana. Oh, you picked it up down south. Still have some. I have yeah. the uh, the beer, the uh, the Blue Ridge Lager from our friends, the Old Man River Brewing Company, that just down the road in Lumbrick, Alberta. I got to get out there again soon. I, I like that little spot, just right off the highway. Lumbrick Falls, right there too. I, I got to get back in there and and uh, and have a bite there because it's a, it's a great little great little brewery. Really friendly people at the uh, at uh, Lumbrick, the, the Old Man River Brewing Company. I quite I quite enjoy this beer. I got to get into some more fest. Maybe starting on. Uh, We'll be our next show will be in December. Maybe I'll get some more festive loggers uh, for for the holiday season because uh, there's uh, there was one that are uh, from Bull River Brewing that they got that they sent uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, gingerbread something I can't remember the name. It was really really tasty though. Like I was like I'm not usually one to dive into that kind of stuff, but it was tasty and I was quite surprised you could taste like the gingerbread in it. I, I was quite quite surprised how good it was. Yeah, some of that stuff can really be good. Like you don't want to to make it your brew of choice for the night, but uh, one here. One oh here, yeah, if you if yeah. you grabbed a twelve pack of those things, you'd be hungover for a month. 
<laughs> yeah, there's there's one. There's a peanut butter ale by. Uh, it has a beaver. Uh, it's it's awesome. It's so good. It sounds disgusting, but it's it leaves just a nice peanut butter. Oh, but you're allergic, so that probably wouldn't be a good. Well, thing it could be you. just the, the fruit coast acid. flavoring or whatever. I don't even. Well, know. who knows? Yeah, but nonetheless, yeah, some of those uh, some of those season seasonal ales. I've had pumpkin spice ones. I liked. I've had pumpkin ones that taste like ass, so I don't. Uh, I try not to. I try not to buy too many of them because. Well, there's that. What's that uh, place? Uh, that beer store that you get your beers at? That, that they, they sell the singles. The distilled over by distilled. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. See, they they just sell the singles there that you could go through, and that's probably the way you got to go with it. And then you could okay, I like. Uh, can you buy one? Whatever. And if it, yeah, like, but if you buy twelve, it's like oh fuck, not, what am I doing with these things? Yeah, exactly. They have like they they have a, a rotating stock, and they have like literally a hundred um, singles that you can get a six pack and make your own six pack, and then uh, yeah, just just see what you like, see what you don't. There we go. Fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Part of the Belly Up Media Network and the uh, Belly Up uh, Podcast Network. Uh, go and check out that uh, the bunch of guys do some great shows on there. Uh, they put a lot of hard work goes into the shows they got out there. Make sure you give them a listen after you listen to our show, obviously. But there's some good shows on there. Cover all avenues of sports. So Belly Up Network, thank you very much. We're over the 9,000 mark since we joined there for downloads and listen. So th- thank you very much for all you guys do for us. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Hey, it's Brent from the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to BetUS.com to make all your sports wagers. BetUS.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from trolling college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. Just click on all our, on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's favorite sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the table as well. So sign up at America's favorite sportsbook today and pad your pockets at BetUS.com. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more, brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. America, use America's favorite sports book, BetUS.com, with, for all of your sports wagers. Dave, man, did I geek out on Saturday, man. When it was when I got done with the umpire clinic and everything else, I got back home here. I had a jersey, a t-shirt, a hat, and shoes on for my USC Trojans. I geeked right out, and I enjoyed the hell out of that game. The uh, Caleb Williams, the quarterback for the uh, the Trojans, had a Heisman kind of a game. He the, the Trojans won in decisive uh, in, in decisive uh, fashion over top of one of their, their one of their biggest rivals, the uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Man, that I enjoy the heck out of that. It was fun. There was times during that game that I, I didn't think USC was going to hold on because that's what they normally do. We'll get into what's going to happen next week in the Pac-12 championship game. But, man, did I have a good time watching that one. I can imagine you did. I, I was able to watch most of that game as well. Um, probably, though, midway through the second quarter, it was like Notre Dame doesn't have a chance. USC was the better team up and down the field, both sides of the ball. Um, I, I don't, it must've been a relaxing game for you to watch 
because after halftime, yeah, I was I was okay because they, they couldn't yeah. catch Williams, man. They couldn't catch him. No, yeah, Notre Dame was was the slower batter team on, on the field that day. And uh, and good for the Trojans. Now we'll have to see what they do. I just hope they don't puke on their shoes uh, this weekend against Utah because that's something that uh, well, your the, Trojans... U, U, Utah got them already once this year in Utah, so that's the thing. I think Utah's 12 or 13 right now, so it could be a, another tough what, tough matchup. They're already picking Utah, like the all the pundits and the experts are already picking Utah to win. So, what? okay, I got a question for you. We'll start, with, we'll start there. If... Utah's being picked to beat USC. Why is Utah ranked behind USC? Explain that to me. I don't know, and I and I wonder that every now and then. Uh, How it all works? Yeah, maybe it's uh, maybe styles make fights. I don't know. Maybe they just don't trust USC. But it, it you're right. Um, I don't trust USC, and I'm a USC guy. Who uh, the the games that Utah lost to? So Utah is what nine and two? Is that what their record is? Like who did? Uh, yeah, they. Oh, uh, fuck! You put me on the spot here. I want to say Oregon, and I can't remember. Yeah, it's not that important, but um, yeah, maybe it's the loss. I I have no idea, but you got it. You would think that when the majority of people, because that's what the college poll is, the majority of people think this team is better than this team. But when we say now they say Utah is going to win, they are the people that you and I. They are the same fucking people. Well, no, I they is Vegas, right? Yeah. So, so the 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 guys that set the money line aren't the people voting. Well, they should ask the guys in Vegas first, and then and then spout their and then flap their lips, I guess. But anyways, another good one this week. So yeah, go Trojans. We'll talk about that maybe a little bit on on uh, on Thursday night's show before. For the the big game on uh, on Friday night, like yeah, I, I geeked right up. I was I was USC right up. I had a great time. Uh, the other big game, obviously, was the Ohio State Michigan game on Saturday after well Saturday morning uh, when they kicked kicked that one off ten o'clock our time noon Eastern. Uh, great atmosphere at the Horseshoe in Ohio. Uh, Ohio State, sorry, because um, you get those people all revved up. We're Ohio State, not Ohio. Yeah, fuck off, whatever. But. Uh, Michigan beat them bad, like up and down the field. And I got that one wrong. I thought that Ohio State was going to win that game hands down. And it that one weren't close. That one weren't close after half. Like it was. Well, Ohio State was winning at halftime. Yeah. Right. And then Michigan, I think they pitched a shutout in the second half. They just got better and they just kept pounding the shit out of the ball. Well, the, yeah. the guy in the, in the fourth quarter. Ran for two big, big touchdowns. When Ohio's when when Ohio State it came time to fuck or walk, they walked. They were no match for Michigan in the second half, and they looked bad in front of their home fans. They looked really bad in front of a hundred and some thousand. It, it, it wasn't good. And they're the people of Ohio State, the Ohio State uh, faithful. They they are not happy right now, and the the, the high hopes that they have year after year after year, and it just they, they seem to come up light. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this week, and if USC does end up losing a because like you got uh, Georgia's going to win. You got. Michigan's going going to win the the, the big the Big Ten conference championship game against I think they got who who is it um, Purdue. Uh, then you got TCU who's probably going to win. USC's in tight to in, is going to be in tight to beat Utah. Dave, I think what's going to happen. I hate to say this as as a Trojans guy, 
USC loses, one of two things is going to happen. Ohio State gets back in for not playing with one loss, or Alabama gets in because of the, the, the their strength of schedule and the way they lost their two games. And because Ohio State took a shit kicking at home, like an absolute beating at home, they will they might actually fall behind Alabama, and Alabama gets the back door and and gets in into the into the, the college football playoff. You know, I can. Injured things have happened. That's for sure. Uh, TCU has to win as well. So TCU's playing K State. The the one. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because uh, Georgia, I think you said LSU wins, because then LSU has wins Alabama, somebody else, and they'd be a three-loss team, and you can't have that. The two hundred and fifty-four shows plus Dave. Sometimes we still get uh, internet and technology uh, get gets to us a little bit. Sometimes internet went down here at the world headquarters. I don't know what happened. Blinking lights on the modem, blah, blah. TVs went out. Anyways, we are talking about the uh, college football playoff. What, what the, uh, what could happen uh, this week with the conference playoff games? The last day, the last thing that you said that, uh, that I could hear here was uh, TCU is playing K state. And then I lost, I lost all control. I hear at world headquarters. Well, <laughs> so the, we're talking about uh, what has to happen for, I won't say has to, but like things that are going to happen. Um, TCU has to play Kansas State, which, as it turns out, is the only ranked opponent left on, like, they played. Uh, TCU played Oklahoma when they were ranked, Kansas when they were ranked, Kansas State, Kansas State still is ranked. But it leads to me to uh, say that uh, that if K-State wins this game, TCU's gone. They're like, there's no one's putting in a 12-1 and TSU, no. uh, TCU to, to, to go chance. in there. Not a chance. And, and same with Kansas State. Like, you guys are gone. And then, so, if, if, if those top four, uh, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC take care of business and win their championship games, then then we have no things and nothing to complain about. Well, there's always something to complain about. I, I don't think. I No, I think everybody would be in the green souls of the 14th. Maybe, maybe TCU because of their strength of schedule, maybe. But what it doing? is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, 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 and like we were just saying, Vegas has Utah as a two-point favorite kind of thing going into this game, even though, excuse me, Utah's lost three games. If it was up to Vegas, they would have Alabama in the in the top four. Like, if Vegas got to pick the national championship, because, you know, and they wouldn't be wrong. Even though they, Alabama has two losses, I think they beat, all of those teams, I think they beat Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, LSU, USC, eight out of ten times. Probably, yeah. Probably. And then the only the only one would be Georgia, maybe. And they, I would say fifty fifty. That's how and good. The those thing are. is, is that I, I every year it's, it comes down to that that Ohio State Michigan game, and no matter what in the Big Ten, maybe this one of the situations that maybe those teams aren't that fucking good. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Well, I think that I think this the big. You know, you know is, what I mean? Like maybe, maybe the oh, big thing sure. is is maybe a, a tad. Like, and I'm a I'm a Pac-12 guy, and I, I I and I will fully admit the Pac-12 is not strong. They had they've had a, they had a better year this year, absolutely. But I I'm well aware that USC is probably going to get their tails kicked in by Georgia and by Alabama. I think the rest they could probably run with a little bit. But the the big boys they would probably have trouble with because their defense just isn't that good. So, um, but they can score points. The thing is, is that the Big Ten just gets in because of the population of the school, I think. And and they're they're most of the time they're not that good. I agree. It has been uh, down a down decade for the Big Ten. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny to say that. The talent pool that the SEC plays with is just better, and, and you can't you can't d- dispute that. What the Big Ten has is history, right? That's where that, football and, that's con- it. and and you know and and that's kind of where football. I'm not going to say was invented, but that's that's the birthplace and the cradle of football. Yeah, um, American style football, obviously, is what we're talking about. Is is in the Northwest? Sorry, in the Northeast, um, not in the South, and. Because it's too hot to play in, in yeah, and, and like and all those those schools are such long, rich traditions. Yes, yeah, your Alabamas have it, your Floridas, your Texas, a lot, all that. But because the the teams in in the uh, in the center of of that country, they get a bit of a pass, and they can have substandard years and not be that great. Because really, like you and you can factor in Notre Dame to those teams. When's Notre Dame really, really like the Manti Teo year? I can't remember what year it was. Like they were okay, but they got their head stomped in by Alabama. They had no, no business being Notre there. Dame hasn't been yeah. relevant in a long time. Yes, they're good. Yes, they'll go eight and three every year, and yes, they'll get their bowl game. Blah blah blah. But they also get a pass and a lot of a lot of these bowl champ the, the bowl situations and, and the f- football playoff situations because they're Notre Dame because of their history. And that's one thing that's really screwy about college football. I said screwy, that's funny. It's a, a old man word. The, it's the, wild and wacky. Wild and wacky about uh <laughs> about college football is that the tradition of these teams takes a, a bit of a a stronghold in comparison to some teams that might just be better that year. And and they, they they give so much credit to teams that maybe aren't as good because of what they've done in the past. I completely agree with that, especially in the preseason polls. Like now that the BCS poll starts coming out uh, in October with the actual rankings that that means something for for the playoffs and who's going to go into it. It it's it's still not even close to perfect, but it's much better than back in the day when at the end of the year. They uh they reporters would votes. vote. Yeah, reporters would vote on the national champion. And that's then you hope that the AP mat matched the other. Like you, 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 you hope that the two polls matched. Because otherwise, you'd have a split national champion. Yeah, which right? made yeah. zero sense. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, be- and then and then what do you do in team? And like now with the at least the undefeateds going because Texas Christian wouldn't have a chance. 
back in the day. They would still be 12 and 0 and still underneath a two loss Alabama. And you know, as I'm looking at the polls here, like you know, LSU the last week. This isn't the new one. That won't come be out tomorrow. Three loss LSU is ranked one spot ahead of USC, right? And that makes zero sense to me because USC has had a sense. really, really, really actually. And I, yes, I'm a Trojan guy, but yet they've had a good season. And there's a lot of teams in the Pac-12 who are in the, who are in the top 15. So there's no reason for for a two and three loss team to be ranked ahead, or two loss team to be ranked ahead of USC. Like USC is a, a power five conference, or, or, or uh, the Pac-12 is a power five conference. Yeah, and you're right. Well, and so is the Big 12, right? And so with the the, the power five is SEC, Big Ten, Pac-12. Um, Big Ten and uh, ACC. Uh, or the Big 12 and ACC. So in ACC, they're down. Like Clem- Well, no, Clemson's only lost two, but one of those losses was to Notre Dame, who, like I say... I, I was- them, and Clemson should have lost earlier, so Clemson shouldn't be ranked anywhere near anywhere because they lost to Notre Dame, who USC took care of quite handily. And then Clemson should have lost to Syracuse, and I think it was week eight or nine. And so Clemson shouldn't have even been a factor in any kind of conversations. But because they play in a conference that doesn't have many good teams, they they just go up and up and up because they get ranked so high early. They don't. They, it's hard to fall down. And because it's, they had it's success, hard to climb, right? but it's it's yeah. really hard to fall down. Yeah, you know the fact that they were up there. You know those Trevor Lawrence years and the year the and Deshaun Watson. They were good. They, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were really good, and 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 so there's some recency bias in in the voters, and they're going to give the Dabo Sweeney the the benefit of the doubt that he can coach. Excuse me, coach him up, and but I I agree. Like the ACC is down. Like the the SEC is heads and tails the best. The most competitive college conference in the in the country in yeah. the USA. There's there's no one there's no debate about that. And then, and then I think the Big Ten would be next, but it's a big step down. And then dependent, then you could have a team like uh, Clemson uh, with the ACC, but the Big Twelve with um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and TCU. Come on, like. I, I get it. Oklahoma can produce quarterbacks and put up points, but Oklahoma's been a bit of a pretender the last couple of years. But too. the one thing that always happens day, week in, week out, conference this, conference that, no matter what, when it's all said and done, the best team usually ends up winning. Like it's when it's all said and done, it and, and it's good fodder for podcasts. It's good fodder for for the the prognosticator. It's good. It's great for ESPN. It's great for game day on Saturdays. If this happens, this happens. That blah blah blah. At the end of the day, the best team usually wins. In fact, you know I what? Agree. The best team always wins every single <laughs> fucking time. Do you think it's Cinderella? Georgia? Don't Cinderella don't leave the dance, man. Yeah, she shows no. up, but she don't leave the dance all with with a crown on her head ever. <laughs> It's it's funny because um, the way Michigan dominated Ohio State in the second half and and just and just had their way, they forced their will on Ohio State on the road, and that's no that's even though it is it's it's not doing it to Alabama, it's not doing it to Georgia. I was really impressed with the moxie of that team. Uh, it's I have more faith in them now. Than they uh, than they did I did last year when they I have they more faith in them now that I did, I did two weeks ago. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I start watching, win. I start watching more and more in October. Once, once my Yankees are done, which is usually like the October second, third, it's kind of deal. That's what I really say. But I have a lot more faith in Michigan now than I did two, three weeks ago. Because I, I, I didn't think they were going to win that game with, with Ohio State. I thought Ohio State was going to win that game a lot because I, I once again I believe the hype. I, I really did. Yeah, and then you don't know, especially on the college game, right? Like the kids aren't are a little bit less predictable. And and you can see kids getting overcome by the moment, yeah. and and these guys these kids weren't overcome by the moment, like especially in the second half, down by a couple, but you know down by college football here, it's okay to be down by three points at halftime. And there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of football left, and Harbaugh coached them up, and they they curb stomped. Uh, uh, Ohio State in the second half. And the one thing, the one thing about college football, and USC proved that on Saturday night. When you have the best athlete on the field, your team's chances are pretty good, like pretty, pretty good. Like you go, you go years, years back, the old Tim Tebow years. He was the best athlete on the field with the with the heart of a lion and the will to win, like no nobody's business. And Florida won a lot, right? He like he he was just the he just played hard all the time and when you have that that one guy who can be a difference maker like and Tebow didn't didn't turn out in the pros obviously we everybody knows the story we've talked about a lot on, on our show is that when you college football when you have that guy like USC has with Williams they have a good shot at winning week in week out like every like and every team has them. not every team but like the, the good teams have that guy yeah you're right, and then then it, it's going to depend on on the teams you come up against. Like, because defensively, do you have a guy that can match his skill on the other side of the ball? Yeah. Whether it be, and once you get to the the, the bigger conferences and the, uh, sorry, the bigger conferences, the better teams, and especially schematically, like there there's going to be some teams that are just bad matchups for you. If you're a running team and this team has a, a dominant offensive line. You know what? It's it's going to be tough. It is going to be really fucking tough to run on this team. And and at the end of the day, regardless of the talent, be, um, with the rock in his hand, if he if there's no hole, he can't hit it. And the thing we'll uh, we'll get off to we'll we'll end this segment here. But uh, there's a big difference between an 18 year old and a 23 year old. Oh, you bet there is a huge difference. I, I mean, yeah. it's 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 crazy. Like you, even you, you talk about junior hockey and everything else, and now guys, they might be rock stars in junior hockey and, and be rock stars in college, but all of a sudden you're playing guys who are 22, 23 years old for, and they were they were redshirt freshmen, whatever. How the eligibility situation is, there is a big, big difference between an 18 year old and 23 year old. Like I don't oh, like, and it's 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 more so than a 28 year old to a 23 year old. You know oh, for I mean? like, sure. Like oh, it's, without it's a way doubt. different. It's way different. Um, it, it's as you say that it brought me back in my soccer playing days when I was sixteen, and like so, we were the rep team in Lethbridge, and like there, it was only us. We're not a big city, whereas Calgary would have, we would play in the Calgary League because there were seven teams in Calgary, but only us. Yeah. And then so for regular play, we would play in the men's league, the men's soccer league, and these were guys just. Doing it for fun, like good players. There were some a couple really good players in there. And playing against a man when you're 16, it's different. There's 
25-year-old strong is a lot different than 16-year-old strong. And, and knowledge and patience, too, is, is a bigger thing, too, right? And just and, and knowing how to slow the game down to, to your pace and making things go. Because you could be full of piss and vinegar and want to give her give her shit and go a million miles an hour when you're 18. But then with someone who's 22, 23 years old, they know how to play the game a little bit better, and they've they learned a little bit. And at the college level, that, that mean, could mean a whole bunch, right? You get a kid right out of high school, and he thinks he's going to conquer the world because that's what he, he did at that level. And then you get into, into the next level. It's like, no, man. This isn't how it's done. Sit down. Especially if you're a hot shot, people are going to look to take that shot on you. Yeah, absolutely. No, it should right. be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. No, it should be interesting to see what happens on Friday night with uh, with the Trojans against the, the Utes, those two Utes uh, in in Las Vegas. Hopefully, the Trojans can pull it off, and all this all this uh, nonsense and talk will go away, and the the teams with uh, with the, the the least amount of losses get in. Because I think that that's important. I mean, yes, yes, Alabama has their two losses, but the, the, you can only uh, play who's on your schedule, right? And it's just the way things work out. If you lose twice, you lose twice, right? Right, and and, and so I, that, that's my fear is that USC is going to fuck this up and and throw everything into uh, disarray. It'll be a great conversation on uh, on on Sunday morning though when it's all coming out when they when they when they get the college football playoff who's 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 in and who's out on Sunday night because it's going to be really interesting. As long as USC takes care of business on Saturday and Caleb Williams does we can, I think the SC uh, Trojans uh, are they going to win a national championship? No. But can they get to a playoff game? Absolutely. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Back for 28th year of NFL action, live in-game betting, incredible odds, daily odd boosters, props, and parlays, fast payouts, and exceptional one-to-one customer service. They got her all. Log into BetUS.com where the game begins. We are getting a promo code set up as we speak. My main man, Mauricio. I don't. I can't pronounce. I'm going to try to pronounce. Mauricio. Mauricio. He's uh, setting us up with our own promo code. So when you log on, uh, by this time you hit us tomorrow, it should be on all our social media accounts. So we'll have. I think it's one four two zero bet us. It should be set up tomorrow, and so that way it'll be easy for you guys to uh, log on and make some wagers and bet at betus.com. Uh, Get paid. There you go, and pad your pockets and make some money and uh, pay for the holiday season and all that other stuff. Anyways, we'll talk, uh, yeah, there's betus.com. Mauricio. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today to save $20 on your first purchase of your tickets. Good for stocking stuffers for the holiday season. Go to SeatGeek.com today. Dave, uh, Matthew Kachuk, going back to Calgary for the first time. We talked about the Kachuk franchise and the Kachuk, the Kachuk Incorporated over the years. And who's a bigger nozzle, Matthew Kachuk or Josh Donaldson? And I think it's uh, Josh Donaldson because he's, you know, he's bucking me over with the Yankees. But uh, it's uh, Kachuk's going back home to Calgary where he was drafted, where he played the first few years of, uh, of his career, going back to Calgary. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
How do you think that the uh, Calgary crowd is going to react to old Chucky? And how do you think Chucky's going to act towards the Calgary crowd? And um, yeah, we'll start there. Um, I think they're going to give him a little bit of respect before the game. Like if he's on the starting lineup, he's going to get a cheer. But then I really hope they start booing him. He deserves to be booed. You know, he he asked to be traded. He wasn't even his contract wasn't even up. They they and they once uh, Johnny Goudreau left, and then they they re, they fulfilled his wishes and traded him. And and I don't know what kind of mind tricks that. Uh, Oh, what is his name again? The, the GM of Calgary. But boy, he weaves Living. some magic. Yeah, Trelleving. And he weaves some magic and got some great payoff for for sending uh, Chucky down to Florida. And, you know, I get it, hard-nosed player, but just not in control of his emotions. I really hope he gets the Bronx cheer when he goes back there. I would boo him. I would boo hard and long and often. I, I wouldn't give him even a, a pat in the back or a stick tap or nothing like like the hockey players and fans seem to do. They like they especially when uh, you know they use a service. He was a good flamer. He's a good Dodger. He's a good Yankee. He was a good Bronco or whoever. If a guy wants out of the team that I like, fuck you. Fuck right on, you. Fuck Get you. fucked and stay fucked. You know I live here. I I paid. I pay your salary. I do this. Like I. Like I don't pay the whole thing, but I, I contribute to what 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 you're making on a daily basis. Like I, I cheered for you, I, cheered I bought, for your, you, jersey, I bought yeah. your jersey, I I I kissed your ass, I served you fucking at the bar, whatever. And then and then you had the gall in this in the summertime when when you hope no one was watching. Canada, we always watch hockey, but you were hoping no one was watching in the summertime. You thought you get 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 away with it in the middle of July or June or whatever whatever date it was, and then just disappear in the night. No, man. And then you come back here and you're going to put smiles on, talk to media. Oh, no, I love my time here. Did you? If you loved it so much, why'd you leave? If you loved it so much, go get fucked. And I'm not, I I would be that way if if Derek Jeter at one point, if he would have said, like when he had that contract dispute, uh, not dispute, when him and Cashman had their little situation, let's say he went to pick a team, the Dodgers, let's or, or the, the Angels, or whoever, and he goes back to Bronx, I would expect the people of Bronx, no, man, you did this and everything else, but you left. You're not one of us anymore, and you left it on your own volition. You weren't traded, you weren't, you you, you left, and that that's on you, and we cheered your, we cheered for you for a long time, and you decided to leave. I, I think, like, if yeah, I think it's a shit move, and the guy he should get the Bronx cheer the hundred percent tomorrow night in Calgary, tomorrow or Wednesday, whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, tomorrow being Tuesday. Um, there's going to be a section of the population. Well, you know, he gave us some good years, and he was really trying. Don't care. You know, I I, I don't care. And at the end of the day, I'm paying for this ticket. And you know, why I'm paying for this ticket It's to be entertained. And you know, if it, if the if there wasn't an Iron Sheik, there couldn't have been a Hulk Hogan. There has yeah. to be someone to boo for. Some, and villain, you know what? For sure. Yeah, you get in here and I am going to boo your ass. And and I was listening to a podcast the other day, the one that was supposed to have us on. Um, no one pays for his uh, ticket to see their team team lose. You know, and, and Kachuk made it harder for the Flames to win by leaving. Treliving made a good, some good trades. But I mean, they're not doing very good right now. They're, they're struggling a little bit, but... Yeah, hopefully but, they pick it up. But 
But now you know I am gonna boo your ass. So like the fondness be damned. You're 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 playing for the en- enemy now. Like you know I don't wish I don't wish ill on my ex, but I'm not gonna kiss her ass either. Get fucked. Yeah, I'm not sending Christmas cards and everything else. Hi, see you on the street, and that's about it. You yeah. know, and, and uh, th- no, I I think and like the, when they, again the left Calgary, that was a different situation. They they were they had to get to rebuild mode, and he was an asset. That the flames, they asked the, him to move that yeah. the flames could utilize right whereas as chucky they wanted to sign him they wanted to start building they they were close in their playoff situation last year and then they uh they they were doing pretty well but he went and said i want out so it's, it's a different situation when again the left or when ray bork left or all those other guys that, that does happen in hockey uh quite quite often that when you you have a guy close to free agency and you're, you're not close to winning but this guy the flames were committed to, especially after after goudreau left they were committed to signing him he goes no i'm i'm leaving i'm out O-U-T, I'm out. I <laughs> hope that Calgary brings fucking horse shit and cow shit and throws it at him. Like, <laughs> I do not condone physical well, violence. Well, it's not physical. They're not going to hit him. I mean, just, you know, just cause a ruckus. And don't do, no, don't do that. Listen to the show. Verbal abuse. Verbal I abuse. I am all for verbal abuse. In PG-13, verb, PG-13 verbal abuse. Do a shoulder check. See who's around you before you, you, you yell things out because... Uh, as much as yes, we don't. I guess it's shitty to say we we don't really pay their wages because the TV contracts usually take care of that, right? But the 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 I the, pay my cable bill. Well, yeah, you know, but you know what I'm getting at. I like do the, know, like yeah. the the emotional um, investment that a that a fan gives uh, is is it's pretty big, especially when like if 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 you're a sports guy and in Canada, you're a hockey guy. In Calgary, they're Flames people. In New York, they're they're, they're Yankee guys. And in Denver, they're Broncos guys, and, and and the like. But when you put the investment, in, it's almost worth more than money. Yes, money buys things, but the amount of time and heart and fucking tears and everything you put into a game, and for a, for a player to say, "I'm good, I'm I'm leaving," it's fucking it's a it, it's shitty. It's oh shitty. yeah. And, and, you know, when that's when the good thing about sports, like this year for the Broncos, you know, I've invested emotionally and with my heart with that team. But, you know, they're, they suck so bad. Like, I'm not going to give them uh, – I'm not going to give them any of my emotional energy. I can be pissed off and I can walk – but my, my day's not ruined. I'm not – because I don't know what the fuck those assholes are doing. Whereas the, the Oilers, I couldn't give a fuck. Like I don't even spend the time anymore on those guys because of the way they that that organization treated my loyalty. So that that that's the difference. Like the how a team can can be down for a while, like the Broncos, and and I still I still want to cheer for them. I still I still have something to give to them. Not this year anymore. I still want. I wouldn't mind them winning a game or two or or doing something good to renew my faith, but. When you got a player like Kachuk that just uh, and Goudreau, the double whammy, I was just saying, no, we're we're gone. When I like, like, we don't want to play for you, and that's it. Yeah. And then you're allowed to boo that. You're allowed to boo that. What would you do to what? What happens if uh, Judge does sign for the Giants? Does he deserve to be booed? He's a free agent, right? The Yankees could. It, it is. It's similar, but it's 
totally different because he's a free agent and he didn't ask to go anywhere. I, I, th- to get I think as long as okay, Actually, I'm not booing him. He he filled out his con- like he he played out his contract. He did he was there the entire time. As long as when he does sign elsewhere or if he signs elsewhere, I'm not I, I don't know. But if he says something like you know I I just saw long term we didn't have a chance to win because they don't as as of this moment and I wanted to go somewhere where I have a chance to win. And if the numbers are comparable, then I'll be like, all right, man, I I get it because they're, they're not very good right now. Like they're 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 just not. Yes, they're 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 a playoff team, but you got the the other teams in the division who are, are picking up steam, and then they're not as good as the Astros in the American League. So if he if he comes out and says, you know what, I wanted to win and, and signing here, if he signs a team that has a better chance of winning, then I'll be like, all right, I get it. But if he comes out and says, I want to play for a winner, and you you go to the fucking Angels. The Angels and like, well, they're not <laughs> winning, man. You know, so I, and then if the and the dollars don't mean a whole bunch to me because like these guys make more money than than we, we. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense to them. So it doesn't like the dollars and cents. It's it's it would be the attitude of, and what he says after and where he signs. If he signs for a shit team, then I'll be like, you're a prick because you know what the Yankees do give you a little bit better chance every year to win. And if you go to the Angels. Then they're or to the Giants, you don't have a chance of winning there, right? Giants so. is his home hometown team, though. So well, two hours away, but yeah, it's close. It's closer. It's the it's it's the team he cheered for as a kid, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And there, there's something to, to be said for that. So, so like, yeah, you would be okay with him signing with Seattle. Well, they were a playoff team this year, and they got a they got a good a good young young friend. Good team yeah. going there, so it wouldn't be that bad. But if he signed in Kansas City because they broke open the bank for him, like, dude, yeah, but that's not gonna happen. It's not happening. Right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, but I like he put in his time, and, and signing as a free agent is a lot different than just asking to be traded because like, it's too cold. What about the Mets? I'd be pissed. I'd be at pissed him, at him or at the Mets or just at the whole. All three. I'd be pissed. <laughs> I judge the Mets and the Yankees for for, for for all three of them. I'd be pissed about that if it, if it happens. I hope it gets done soon because then you can fill the rest of your roster. And I think every team's probably thinking that way that you have to get it done soon. And with what with all free agents in, in all sports, you want to get these things done before they drag into January, February, and on football when they they drag into the, into the uh, into the summer because you want to get the rest of your franchise the rest of your your, your squad filled out and the longer this drags out the the, the less likely I think the judge is signing with the Yankees. Personally, yeah, and that's always the way it seems, right? Uh, well, the Yankees have, I would imagine, first kick at the cat. They've laid their cards on the table, mm-hmm. so now he can go to other teams and say, "Give me your pitch, and I'll tell you if you're close." And and so be a good position to be in right and and no matter what's what's going to happen he's going to be a an ex- extremely wealthy young man in 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 a couple months is uh is Peyton Manning's jersey retired in Indy I got to guess I don't know for a fact but I I'm almost positive because they gave up on him he didn't give up on them correct Correct. Well, he had his neck surgery, and he wasn't fully recovered, and they were going to have to give him a roster. And they drafted Luck. And then they drafted Luck, and then they released him, yeah. 
He's oh, beloved there. I'm so sure. He's lo- he's loved, loved, loved there. No, there's no getting around that. Yeah. You he, bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's and he did a lot of winning. That that team wasn't very good for a long time, right? So it's no. It, it, the fandom is such a funny thing. How you can you, you love a guy one day, but if he gets that base hit or scores that goal or throws a touchdown against you, man, oh man, you, you can learn to hate a guy pretty quick. Yeah, but exactly. then, but, but then when you, but then when you're, I think when you're 40, 50, 60 years old, you probably forget about that a little bit. But then when it, when what, how does it work for for who you like and who you can hate, right? Because like for like like Kachuk and and Goudreau, who they drafted and and developed, you know, like who's their star sound? Like Markstrom and Tanev. They got in trades. They got no. Where's their home? See the thing. Is, the thing is, is with those guys. They didn't win fuck all. So t- expecting a pat in the back when they come home, home per se, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. How many, how many, how many playoff wins do we have with you two? Yeah, what did we do? You, we, we, we got just as many now as when you started. So, uh, so pat yourself on the back someplace else, motherfucker. Oh, Get it's, bent. It's absolutely crazy. It's just, yeah, I, I hope Calgary does. Uh, I'm, I'm sure my mom should be sitting at, at, at the homestead and the, down the homeland of Fort McLeod there. And she, she, uh, she's a little bit bitter towards uh, old Kachuk and, and Goudreau that they left Calgary. She's a big Flames fan. And I'm sure she'll be uh, not throwing things at the television, but giving the Bronx cheer and uh, maybe saying some expletives that I wouldn't expect her to say very often, but she does here and there. So no, it'd be interesting to see what, uh, what the, the Flames fans do tomorrow night and, I wish Calgary Radio was better because they might have a, 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 a few things to say tomorrow morning. I, I don't even tune in anymore. No, it's, it's, it's awful. It's awful. And even on, uh, yeah, it's, it's not good. I listen to other stuff and podcasts now. So even during the day, I, I listen to AM radio in the work truck because we don't get a good F, uh, sorry, FM radio in the truck. We, we don't get AM anymore. If you want to hear something good, Dave, and this guy's been on our show a couple of times, Dave from Level Playing Field, he's not the most, um, what's we're looking for, Bo- boisterous guy. Like, he, he talks, like if, he, if he's talked to or at, he'll talk back, right? He did a, a solo show the other day because uh, he, he is... Uh, well, what's Aaron, is that his John, name? No, John, no. John couldn't join him. Whatever else he said, the, the, the people wanted their con their content. So he did a solo show the other day, and it was actually good. He was swearing and he got revved up, and he it was actually quite. <laughs> I was I was I was quite proud of Dave for getting out of his shell. So Dave, if you're listening, uh, we listen to your I shall listen to your show all the time. But yeah, Dave, Dave, listen to Dave because it was actually really it was really refreshing to to, to hear Dave come out of his shell, and he got revved up about a, a lot of things. It was quite funny. One about the Blue Jays thing and then some other stuff. So it was quite good. Dave Level playing film. Make sure you guys listen to his podcast. Of course, after listening to ours, he's it's a really good show. They've changed their 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 uh, their format up a little bit, and so things are uh, th- things are running pretty good for those guys there. It was it was quite entertaining, Dave. Like I said, I, I'm really proud of you. You did a really good job the other day. Well, that sounds good. I will give that a listen. I uh, yeah, half an hour in and out, swearing mad. This sucks. That sucks. Fuck you. Fuck that. So it was quite it was quite humorous. Actually, I got a kick out of it. Yeah, Dave don't mind uh, coming to uh, hit me on C sharp on the keyboard either. Oh yeah, he he don't mind swearing. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Four Beer Sports Talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com today. 
any of, any of our listeners in Calgary going to that game tomorrow, boo that fucker. Boo <laughs> Chucky. Boo yeah. him. Boo. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by Fans Edge and FansEdge.com, the Fans Edge app, which is a... Uh, subsidiary of fanatics so get all of your fan gear at fansage.com and uh, use our, our links we're getting a promo code for that too but we'll talk about that another day get all your christmas uh, shopping done at fans edge dave the christmas specials were hot and heavy throughout the weekend lots going on in the christmas world i got two points to make about these are you ready oh yeah okay the first one don't insult my intelligence to pretend that you're singing when I know you're not even even trying with all these the, the parades and the Disney things and the Christmas stuff. The, the lip syncing that happens in these things to, to not even pretend to try anymore. Give me a for instance. It's like, got to stop. Like a made-for-TV Hallmark special? Is that what you're no, talking this, about? I, I watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on... <laughs> <laughs> I was at I was at mom's in Fort McLeod. I was at mom's. It was on whatever. So I okay. watched that, and then um, Gloria Estefan was on there with her her daughter and her grandson. And there was a point where they stopped right in front of Macy's, and she sang a Christmas song with her grandson and her and her daughter. There was a point where the camera was on her face, and it, her voice was going out, and her lips weren't even moving. Why do they do this? Like, and why are why are these shows so popular? Um, they do it because they can't afford an audio mishap on a live feed. How's that? But it's ridiculous. I understand how uh, how peeling back the curtain is so earth shattering to you, and that you can't believe that these people aren't actually singing when it looks like. No, singing. I know they're not, but don't don't even try. <laughs> then don't even don't, pretend. Then, man, just like, show just, just show a Miami shot sound machine album. Just don't. Cover. Here's a picture. Here's a cover. See you later. <laughs> fucking next, next, next. Because even Mariah Carey, the princess of Christmas, singing that fucking song we're going to hear for two, 200 oh, times. Oh, she hasn't next. sung a song live in She a, wasn't even, she was holding a, and I'm going to say the oddest word, she was holding a fucking parasol. You know what I mean? Like a, like a fancy umbrella? Pretending yeah. to sing All I Want for Christmas is You. Like, she wasn't even moving her lips, Matt. Like, all she does is cash checks. Like, I, I get it. She, as a person, drives me absolutely insane sleeping on her mattress with made out of $1,000 bills woven out of gold string. It, 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 she's too rich for... She has good pipes, but I don't know how good she really is. So then last night... So there's my, there's my 
NBC rant. So then last night they had on uh, the wonderful, like we were putting the tree up. So of course you put a Christmas special on Christmas, whatever it was, it was a, the Disney one. And they had the black eyed fucking peas of all things. They're Lit- terrible live. Well, well it did good thing. They weren't live because it was I've just, it, it was just oh. a recording. So it was just a recording singing. I got a feeling, which isn't a Christmas song. And then, so it was just them doing that. Is there is is the bar set so low for these specials where the black eyed peas are on TV? Like, there's how many groups out there that sing Christmas songs and on and on and, and this to that and the other? Why would they? Why? Why? The black eyed te- peas can't sing. They cannot if they don't have auto tune. You they're they're damn near unrecognizable. So that's why you don't want them. They did you a favor. By uh, by putting a soundtrack or laying a track over top oh, of Black Eyed Peas, it was horrific. And whoever Fergie the host, can't sing. Whoever the host and her brother, the the brother and sister combination, it was it was it Donnie was a, Marie. No, I love Donnie Marie. I, I wish with Donnie Marie, it would have been a lot better than the two <laughs> joke books they had on there last night. It was fucking atrocious. Was, Number, it, was it Don and Mark Wahlberg? I don't know who it was. I I, oh, I don't okay. know their names. And the, she had surgery and lit. Oh, it was awful. It was it was gross for a Disney production to get out there. And that got me thinking. Me and Deanne were talking about that actually on, on Saturday night. Ashley and Jessica Simpson. No, it was a it was a brother and sister. Oh, okay. Anyways, I'll let you go. <laughs> so then, for some reason, we were talking about Disney and everything on Saturday night, and the ineptness that the Disney crew is. And I'm talking the ineptness compared compared to what the the, the Muppet crew was. Mickey, Minnie, Dumbo, Goofy, Pluto, compared to what Kermit, Fozzie, the the, the band, Gonzo, like, Gonzo, the, the, Miss the, the scientist, like the the. The, the, the Swedish chef. The Swedish chef. The Muppet crew is so much more together than the Disney crew. Like, if something were to go sideways, I would definitely, like, if I had to pick between the two, this ridiculous conversation, but we had it on Saturday night. It was quite funny. If you had to pick between the two, would you pick the Disney crew? That you have a three dogs, one wears pants, one wears a shirt, one, one walks like a dog. And then you have a duck who doesn't wear pants compared to the Muppet crew who, yes, they're a bunch of buffoons, but I think if push came to shove and it, what's your fucker walk situation, like you always say, would the, the Muppet crew be a lot better group to have behind your back, would it not? Oh, for sure. Look at every Muppet movie. They're downcast. They're traveling along. They're singing a song. They're, 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 they're not moving right along. Moving right along. Thank you very much for finishing that for me. Moving right along. Oh, I love it. And and oh yeah, the 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 Muppets are more of a, a congealed group, whereas the Disney characters are a group of actors that have to work in for the same studio. Like yeah. you know, like you know, Mickey gets everything, gets his cheese sent to him on a silver platter. You know, where Kermit's just out riding his bike with his goofy legs, zipping flies every now and then. Because I actually think like like even like Fozzie's a, a moron, but I have more faith in Fozzie than I would in Goofy. Like Fozzie, oh. if you told like, hey Foz, can you just fucking whereas Goofy doesn't have pants. Right and well, no, Goofy does. Goofy, Goofy has, has pants. pants. Donald uh, doesn't. Yeah. And, and a Goofy is is he a dog? I think he's a dog. Is he related to Pluto? 
Then how come Pluto's an idiot? Pluto's a dog. Goofy's a dog. Uh, isn't there a third dog? I don't know, but but Pluto kind of gets ripped off. Whereas you know what the the Muppets with their fur and everything, and like Ralph and Fozzie and those guys, you can tell they're it's not shiny, it's not well kept. They're 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 living it. They're, they're hard working. No, I, I think that I, food on the like, table. between the two, if, if I push came to shove, I would have the Muppet characters in my corner be, way before the, the Disney characters. The Disney characters are bullshit. Like all this stuff that we get pushed on as, as kids and, and you go to Disneyland, Disney World, and you have these, I think it's, I think the Disney characters are absolute bullshit. Well, they're fake. Well, so are the Muppet characters. No, the Muppets are real, man. They're tangible. <laughs> you can pet them. You can touch them. You know, if you walked around with a hand up your ass, you'd probably have a bit of attitude. Because then you have you have a you have a scientist on your crew. You have you have a, a chef on your crew to help things out. Whereas the I think the Disney people that, are. I think his name's Harry or whatever. That big monster. He's the, the ass kicker with the with the lips. Oh yeah, like he was. He's like kind of bring in for the finishing move. No, it's uh, no. I'm I'm like I. I think the world's been duped with the, the Disney characters over the years. How the Muppet characters are they're 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 a much superior, more cohesive unit. I agree at its core, but the Disney family keeps expanding, right? You know, the 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 Disney family. It's like they both invented something at the same time, but the one family took it corporate, and the one family kept it real. The Muppets are keeping it real. Keeping it real, anyways. This is something I, I noticed that pissed me off over the weekend. What pisses me off is stupid fucking Christmas lip syncing and then the, the Disney and And we won't even get into Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Nah, yeah, we'll talk about them next week. Those anyways, Looney Tunes assholes. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four viewers, sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. Oh, by the way, Jim, congratulations on your EP. It's doing quite well. Get it out there and listen to it over with. Get it out there. People listen to our show. We'll put a link out there as well. Uh, it's on Spotify. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers, sports talking a whole lot more. Brought to you by SeatGeek and everybody. Bet Take USA. Care. Bet USA. Fans Ed. Whatever. Fanscape. Uh, Fanscape. Take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourselves. We need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches. There we go. A little longer one tonight, but we'll uh, break it down. And hope you guys enjoy the show. And we'll talk to you again on Thursday night. See everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 